welcome once again to the E-Bone Zone as I invite you to sit back, relax, and listen for the 274th time on this Friday, March 4th, 2022. I hope you enjoy this week's episode, The Scam Swine Connection. Spam is an annoying thing. For instance, that one Nigerian prince sending you emails that you just can't seem to get rid of. Or that telemarketer telling you that the warranty on your 1992 Toyota Yaris is expired. No kidding. Who'd have ever guessed? One woman, though, she got more than she had bargained for when she got an email promising her $3 million in lottery winnings. Now, most people would just chuck that into the trash bin, but she decided to go deeper. And to her surprise, it wasn't a bunch of nonsense after all. For some context, her name was Laura, and she had bought this lottery ticket a few days before she got the email saying that she'd won. She was looking for an email from someone, but she couldn't find it. And when she went to the spam folder in her account, that's when Laura got the surprise that no one expects to get. She actually won the millions. And here's how it happened. She bought a ticket and matched the five numbers to win the million dollars, and she also paid for something called a Megaplier, which increases the price by three, so... Three times one is three, right? She won a million dollars, and that's how it adds up. Good for her. Laura is definitely resting on her laurels right now. About three million of them, to be exact. This week, I want to continue a tradition that's very close to my heart. I try and offer a good Christian podcast, so I thought I would begin sharing a new Bible verse each week. This week, I would like to share a verse from the book of Psalms. Psalm chapter 91 verse 2 says, I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in Him I will trust. Let's get into this and break the verse down bit by bit. First up it says, I will say of the Lord. So the psalmist here is talking about God. He's talking about something he would say about God. And the next part is, He is my refuge and my fortress. We know that God is a protector. God is a provider, and He can help us in all our needs. Whether we're unsure about something, whether we don't know what's going to happen next, whether in the good or in the bad, God is our protector, and He is our provider. We also know that in the Bible it says that from whence cometh my help, it comes from God. So you can say that, and you can speak that over your life. You can, when you don't know where to turn, turn to God, because this verse says that He is our refuge and our fortress. Fortresses are places where people go to find shelter, and what better shelter than the shadow of the Almighty? We know that Psalm 91 verse 1 mentions abiding in the shadow of God, so that's what we can do. We can, when we don't know where to turn, when we don't know what to do, just abide in Him, abide in what He's called us to do, abide in where He's called us to be and the person He's called us to be because He will not let us down. In Him, we should trust. Trust in Him today, friend. He won't let you down. As we know, sometimes the internet can be a pretty cool place. Other times, well, not so much. That's why I decided to take it upon myself to dive back into the depths of Twitter and see which side of the coin we're presented with this week. This week's hashtag is fictional character Yelp reviews. So just as a little bit of background here, 
As I was scrolling through Twitter, I found this, and basically what I'm getting from it is that people go on Twitter, they pick a character, and they figure out what their review would say if they had a Yelp page. You know how you do it with restaurants and stuff? Yeah, they're reviewing fictional characters in this. The first one is Goldilocks. This Goldilocks girl crashes every Airbnb she goes to. She's wanted for breaking and entering. No stars. You know, considering how the rest of the story goes, I'd say that Gordon Ramsay would have some words for her. Because let's just step back here for a second. Let's tally up all the things that Goldilocks has done wrong. She's stealing porridge from bears. Now, A, that if they were real bears, that would get you in massive trouble because stealing a bear's food is probably not the best idea. It seems fairly awful for your health. But given that bears don't eat porridge, I guess you probably don't have that problem in real life. Also, there's this breaking and entering thing. She goes to another person's house because she's going to see her grandma or something and she gets up at the wrong address. Now, if the people who own the house live in the house and make a home and a life in the house were there, you could just knock on the door. It wouldn't be a problem. Hey, I thought my grandma lived here, but apparently she moved. This is the wrong address. I'm sorry. But considering that no one was home... And she went in anyway, made herself at home, kicked her shoes off, ate the porridge, and did whatever else she did. That seems just a bit wrong. Kind of like an invasion of privacy, sort of. Basically, what I'm saying is if this kind of thing happened within any context other than the pages of a book, you'd go to jail. So, probably not a good decision on her part. In the second response to the hashtag fictional character Yelp reviews, Mary Poppins themed restaurant. Super cauliflower cheese, the lobster was atrocious. Now, I see what you're going for here. Super califragilistic expialidocious, the reference to the song and the term. But I'll give you a bit of constructive criticism for next time. The cauliflower cheese bit was a stretch, but the rest flowed really well. The whole lobster was atrocious, that was nice. So maybe tweak it a little and get back to me on that. The third response to the hashtag fictional character Yelp reviews is Donald Duck. When he's mad, I don't understand a word he's saying. You know, that's with most cartoon characters, honestly. But before we move on, I'll tell you that most people can't understand a word he's saying when he's not mad, when he's perfectly happy. Especially with Yosemite Sam. I mean, he doesn't really talk much when he's angry. He just grumbles and shoots his guns. You know, he's really a violence-first type guy. Now that I'm thinking about it, diplomacy isn't his strongest quality, is it? And the last response to the hashtag fictional character review says, Carriage was beautiful, but then turned into a pumpkin at midnight. That's the thing in those movies when people make deals with fairy godmothers or genies or whatever else it is, they forget to read the fine print. Either that, or in the case of Cinderella, the fairy godmother says at the stroke of midnight the spell will be broken, and Cinderella just ignores that, I guess. And then at midnight everything just reverts back to the way it was. The horses are now mice again, the carriage is a pumpkin, and her dress is the same set of clothes that she was wearing at the start of the movie. Also, I'll give you a bit of advice. I'll give you a little bit of a tip here. When you're going out looking for your next Prince Charming Cinderella, getting someone to fall in love with you just in one day, that's really rare. And another thing, I did some reading, I did some watching, and it doesn't seem like they meet each other before the actual ball happens. Like Cinderella goes to the ball, that's where she meets the prince, and instantly she falls in love with him. Now, I believe in love at first sight. I believe that exists. 
But even so, I would have gone about it a different way instead of relying on some tricks I have up my sleeve to make somebody think I'm someone I'm not just to impress them. I would lead with who I am first. And I think that's the best way to do it because if the person you're vying for likes you for you, if that person knows you as a person and not for some royal status or how much money you have in the bank or what kind of house or car you've got, then you're starting off on the right foot. We've discussed emotional support animals before on the podcast, but never like this. There is now actually a court case over whether a pig is more aptly considered a pet or an animal primarily used for emotional support. The guy that owns the pig, Wyvern Flat, says that it's an emotional support animal all the way. But the city, well, they see it differently because according to them, it's a pet that's being harbored illegally. Hold on. How is that possible? If he paid for it and it's not illegal in the country he lives in, I don't see the problem. Even though we may not see that big of an issue, the case is close to heading to criminal court, which is getting a little bit of a rise out of some animal rights activists, and Wyvern is one of them. He believes that the pig should be viewed more as a pet than food, because they've been inseparable since they met, and he says that there's no way he could give his pig away because it's like family. You know, that makes sense. It's fair enough in my book, at least. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. I'm really glad you could make it, and I hope you enjoyed the festivities. If you want to stay connected to the show, I'd invite you to pop on over to Facebook or Twitter and give the page a follow. Just search Ebone Zone on Facebook and Official EBZ on Twitter. If you're new, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Until next week, my friend, God bless you, stay humble, and remember, keep an ear out.